The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know, if you leave a Barbie dream house unattended, it will almost always attract armadillos. Huh. Really? Yeah, that's because the dream that Barbie is dreaming of is to be an armadillo. Oh, that's just like the rest (laughs) of us. like everybody's dream. (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters 29 through 32 of The Gathering Storm, book 12 of the Wheel of Time. Previously, Gwyn joins up with the Aes Sedai rebels in hopes of heroically rescuing Egwene from the evil clutches of Elida. And I kind of hope he tries it because someone needs to whoop that boy's ass, and Egwene seems just like the person for it. <laughs> Sherion gets tasked by one of the Forsaken with helping to depose Egwene, but at this point, I think it's way more likely that she becomes another dark friend cautionary tale. Avienda finally solves the Wise One's riddle. The solution was telling them to fuck off, which I think is a great lesson for all of us. If someone tries to make you solve a riddle, you tell them to fuck off and die. Speaking of dying... Matt finds himself in the midst of a living nightmare when the poor townsfolk he was trying to grift suddenly turn into rabid killing machines. He kills his way out, only to find everyone back to normal in the morning. Very spooky, but they gave him a side quest to solve the mystery of who's been handing out unflattering pictures of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 29, Into Bandar Eban. Icon of the dragon. Uh, we get a nice map. This is a good one. It is a good oh, map. Oh, yeah, it is a good very map. very pretty. In particular, I like the profile of the city that's down at the bottom of the map. Oh. The profile of the city is down at the bottom? What do you mean? It's drawn from the side. Oh, I didn't even notice you that. You see the slope, you know? Oh, I like it. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You see the banners, the famous banners of Bandar Evan? Yeah. Banners? Uh, everyone seems... called Bandar Evan? Bandar Evan? It's because it's got banners? Because it's got the banners, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the banners of Bandar. I uh, I was curious about the hands holding the the knives in a way that would indicate that they were cutting their own hands on the blades. I guess it's got to be the the sigil of the city or something like that. I guess, but that just doesn't seem like the right way to hold a knife. It doesn't. True, it isn't. I mean, I'm not a knife holder, so I don't really know. I, so is this some? Is this like commentary on the way the demoni are? I always grab them <laughs> on the side of the knife. Yeah, that's the thing about demoni. They wear sheer dresses and they don't know how to hold knives. Yep. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. So Rand marches into the city of Bandar Ivan. But he's in a pretty dumpy mood. Yeah, he's in a bad mood. Uh, his, his plan to sort of pacify it without having to kill everybody worked pretty well. Uh, but he just, he's got his mind on other things, specifically his dead lady list. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's nice to know that as much as Rand has changed lately, he still keeps that mental list of women he's killed, you know? He can keep in touch with his roots. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Luce Theron uh, does it with him now, which yeah. I think is kind of nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> Luce Theron's on board. They're, they're sim- simpatico. Also, yeah. I think this was the first time that it had been referenced that random woman that he, like, lined right. up and killed. I, I wondered about that. Because I think Brandon Sanderson also thought that scene was super fucked up. Yeah. It was very messed up. Because yeah. that's the only woman he actually actually like killed straight up yeah, on just, his own initiative. Well, yeah. until and, uh, Sinner Rush. Well, he was like angry and he was protecting himself sort of, right? Oh, well, true. 
That's yeah. true. We have and no evidence that this woman, though, had ever been a dark friend of any kind. He just knew, he just knew, somehow had an idea that she was a dark friend. <laughs> no. Or something. Or something. <laughs> uh, I, want, I want to point out that name one on his list is Moraine, so he's going to have to do some revisions at some point. Cause I know. We, just know. we know that Moraine's not dead. That's going to be an embarrassing conversation with Luz Theron. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to have to change our list, guy. So Bandar Ebon is cool. It's a neat city. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. Uh, what's so so? There's all these banners. Everyone everyone comments on this. Like every every chapter, someone's like, "Man, these banners are kind of annoying." It's just a banner city, right? It's like some cities have lots of banners. <laughs> is this what they're into? I mean, maybe it's just like tailgating weekend. Oh, oh, there it could yeah. be right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of wouldn't it be neat if we had banners for like our houses and stuff in front of our house. I think that would be pretty cool. We should get some. Get our own sigil. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone everyone. There's not. There's well, I don't know. Maybe an HOA rule against it. Probably. Yeah. HOA suck. Yeah, I'm just going to do it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, he think, he does think about the fact that Cad Swain did actually teach him something, or I guess maybe Simaraj did, that if someone's being a jerk, instead of shouting, he just stares him down. Yeah. Gives him the old dragon eye. <laughs> yeah, it's really working. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what Min's vision was about. He had yeah. to learn how to stare people down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that uh, this new Rand is kind of a different person. I think I'm going to refer to him as Dark Rand. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. So uh, Maurice comes and tries to be all Aes Sedai and come over heavy on Darkrand uh, about Cat Swain. She's mad that he banished Cat Swain. Yeah, right. and I'm, I just laughed. Like, come on. <laughs> right, yeah. And he just gives her the Darkrand stare. And and she wilts. And he's yeah. like, in, in, internally, he's like, oh, that totally worked. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also- Cat Swain is still hanging around. She's just like, oh, you said I can't show my face, so I'm just going to wear a hood all the time. <laughs> yeah, I said I will shit. I know. And Rand's like, well, I guess that's okay. It's like, dude, come on. Come yeah. on. Uh, he also carries around the remote control for that Sangreal powerful enough to destroy the world in his pocket, which is kind of like uh, having a, a nuke strapped to your saddle, right? Yeah, he, he had a special pocket sewn for it in his coat. Yeah, <laughs> so he just he has a loop on his saddle and a pocket. He just like transfers it back and forth just so everyone knows he's got right. his hand on the button. Yeah. yeah. And as he's riding through the city, uh, a random balcony collapses. Two random yeah. balconies yeah. collapse. Yeah, two at the same time. Mm-hmm. So his Taveran twists are getting uh, darker, eviler, yeah. nastier. Ooh. Dark Rand has dark twists. Right. And uh, yeah, he thinks that he, he's bringing the remote control with him because the evil power that he used against Samiraj is so tempting that yeah. he's going to get something else that's also super tempting. <laughs> I don't know that's how that works, right? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if you put me in between like a piece of cheesecake and a piece of chocolate cake, they're both going to get eaten. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you won't, We wouldn't be stuck between them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I can ride the, ride the line between them. No, it's like, I've got two hands, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just right. double piss that shit. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah. then Rand goes to his new house, which is the one house of the merchant that stayed in town, like the unlucky merchant that chose to stay around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess perks of being the dragon, right? Yep. It's you get nice to stay in whatever house you want. Yeah. Regardless of what banner is on it. And Rand lets the Aiel take a fifth of just the rich people stuff. I was down with this. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tax the rich, whatever, you know? Eat Absolutely. the rich. Eat the rich. They're delicious. Tax them, then eat them. Yeah. Yeah. In that order. <laughs> yeah. And... Rand is super dark now. He's dark Rand. He's growing suspicious of everyone. He's even suspicious of Dobrain yeah. when he meets Dobrain. Which is unfair because Dobrain has been nothing but straightforward I, and good I to mean, this guy. Yeah, like Dobrain's been running shit for him. And like, like he, to be fair, in Rand's defense, he also thinks maybe I'll just make him the king of Aradam then. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, can't decide, you know? Right. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. And now he sends him away immediately. 
to tear. Without even like thanking him for doing a good job here with the city. He did do a good job, you know? Yeah. And then Rand meets that merchant who has the house. And uh, he comes over hard on her. Yeah. Well, you know, it's typical stuff. Where's your king? Do what I say and I might not kill you. You know, typical right, yeah. dark Rand stuff. Dark Rand. Yeah. Uh, he's looking for the king because he wants to He wants to set up Aradamon in a stable way. And he also thinks that this king will probably lead him to Grandal, which is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dead on. Yeah, because he, he wants to have a chat with Grendel. And by chat, I mean Balefire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so this, this merchant says she doesn't know where the king was, doesn't know where that servant is, and... That doesn't work out well That, that does not work out really Those well lies. at all. She, yeah. Because she basically had him in... Had the servant... Had the messenger in a... Dungeon. Dungeon. Yeah. And Rand's like, okay, well now you get to be in the dungeon. Which is really harsh. It's a little extreme. Mm. Right. So things... Rand is not okay. Dark Rand. Yeah. Probably A-OK for Dark Rand standards. So chapter 30. Old advice. Icon of the Heronmark Blade. Boo, Gwyn chapter. I know down. he's been showing up too much. Uh, I know. I I just I can't I can't like this character. <laughs> By know? which I mean any amount of Gwyn is too much Gwyn. The only thing about Gwyn is he hangs around Gareth Brine. That's true. Yeah. Gareth Brine's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. So Gwyn is meeting with Lelaine, and he has probably the most inappropriate meeting with Lelaine that anybody's had with Lelaine so far. Like this is like. He's thinking about this. You're talking about the advice, right? That he yeah. Got, this he, is real fucking weird. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm trying to get Lelaine to help me, like, to let me go on a mission to rescue Egwene. And he keeps thinking about his father's advice about how, what was it? His, his father's advice is that there are two, two kinds of people you can't trust. Pretty women and Aes Sedai. Right. And she's both. Light help you, son, if you ever have to face someone who is both. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then he's thinking about all of how, how it's like, she's pretty, but she's not like unapproachable pretty, you know? Like she's... She's pretty enough that, like, maybe that she's pretty, but, like, not so pretty that you can't get it, you know? <laughs> I know. It's it like, was rough. <laughs> and yeah. pretty women are more dangerous than beautiful women because nobody thinks they can get it with beautiful women, but pretty women you might think that you could land it with. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? WTF, go in. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he was thinking about, like, I wasn't that close to my dad, and, like, well, it was probably a good thing. This is the memory of it. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like kind of a scumbag, I gotta be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but this so, yeah. is also not a. Why are you thinking about this right now at this very moment when what you're trying to do is convince this powerful Aes Sedai to let you go on a rescue mission for the love of your life or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, he's busy thinking about how Lelaine is not too hot to be safe. He's like, she's not that hot, which means she's dangerous. Yeah. But, you know, just pretty enough that I might be able to hit it. So she's probably going to stab me in the back. It's like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And Lelaine basically tells him to go pound sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but meanwhile, Lelaine and Ramondra are pumping him for information about Elaine and Elaine's rule over Andor. And he's just giving it up. Oh, yeah. Here's what her trade policy is probably going to yeah, be like. This is so stupid, right? Like, this is his leverage, if nothing else, right? Yeah. I mean, is it? If, there's, if he has useful information for the Aes Sedai, this would be... This would be the time to use it, right? I mean, I was almost wondering if he was out there as a, what do they call it, a, like a plenipotentiary position there, like going out, because he was talking about like, oh, well, you know, these orchards, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I See, what I was thinking, he's the first prince of the sword, right? That's his yeah. hereditary title. Yeah. Right. His duty is to Elaine. Yeah. And he's out here. As oh, an ambassador for her is what he, I was thinking they were well, trying to make But he's not, he's not though, He right? hasn't talked to her, right? Yeah. He's yeah. just sort of giving away, he's, he's free, freelancing here. Yeah. But and in her name. I, I just feel like she would not want him to be doing this at all. Mm. 
and and he, I guess he doesn't know what, what she what she thinks because he hasn't been doing any of his princely duties. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, but but I mean, um, yeah. Even even if uh, even if he does have this information and decides to use it, he's not using it very effectively because he's just like dumping it all out there. Right. And, and if, they're like, "Thanks, good job, kid." Slaps him on the ass and goes out the door. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so he realizes now that they really do see Egwene as the Amarlin seat. And he even thinks, that's kind of like my mother. You know, she was really young when she became queen. Oh, well, but there's, you know, that's, that's weird. I still got to rescue her. Yeah, see, this, this, this is actually uh, a taste of what I find to be Gwyn's single most irritating trait, which is his stubborn refusal to change his mind despite, you know, mounting evidence that he's clearly wrong, right? Like, yeah. He know, like, yeah, none of the, no one from, like, sitters to the novices that he's encountered seems to think that Gwyn is a puppet, but... Uh, he still thinks of her as this like defenseless, exploited girl that he needs to go rescue. It's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And he's starting to think maybe Elida just isn't quite as good in Armorland seat as they thought she would be. <laughs> just like, maybe. Dude, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, man, he's so, fr- he's, he's so frustrated. Yeah, I know. Hey, Gwen, thought exercise. If Egwene was the Armorland seat, how many times, you know, be- between zero and ten, would she have sent you to your death on a suicide mission? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Compare yeah, that right. how many times Elida did send you on suicide missions. It's uh, easy math, right? But somehow, Gawain's having trouble with it. Yeah. So he goes and he meets with Gareth Bryan. Uh, they have a nice long talk. Gareth Bryan wants Gawain to give up info on the younglings, which Gawain says no, which is, you know, that's pretty solid. Yeah, he's not going to rat out his bros. Right, yeah. And Gawain is still mad at Rand. Still wants to have a sword fight with Rand. Speaking of that trait that I mentioned that I fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, everyone around you is telling you that Rand didn't do this thing. And he's like, no, I really think he did it. <laughs> right? Who is he going to believe? I feel like he did it. You know, it's so like, yeah, right. Like, who? I, I mean, his, I, his mother, right? Yeah, who is still he, alive somewhere? Yeah, if his mother tells him, is he still going to be like, I don't know, I think Rand still killed you. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Oh, but, uh, and Gareth Bryan gives him basically talking to and says, basically, kid, you need to pick a side. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This feels like wasted effort on Gwyn, but like, yeah. I, I appreciate that Gareth Bryan's trying. Right. Uh, basically, who's worth your loyalty? You know, figure it out. I'm not going to tell you how to answer this. Yep. <laughs> Chapter 31, A Promise to Lose Theron. Moving from one person I hate to another person I hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Icon of Cat Swain. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's like Cat Swain sitting here and reflecting about how poor, her poor decision-making has led to a lot of hardship for herself and her allies and resolves to be a better person moving forward. No, <laughs> that's no, not what happens. No, she doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, she's hanging out in Bandor Ebon. Um, and she thinks about how Rand is dumb and she, uh, right. her, she hates the city. <laughs> yeah, her, her scare, uh, her Rand scare, he scared her to run away. That did not last long at all. Yeah. Let's see, yeah, she's back on her bullshit. She actually thinks this. She wasn't about to let him exile her, of course. The more power a man held, the more likely he was to be an idiot with him. Give a man one cow and he'd care for it with concern, using its milk to feed his family. Give a man ten cows and he was likely to think himself rich, then let all ten starve for lack of attention. Don't think that's how that works. Wait, what? what? I know. Yes. What, what are you talking about? Uh, that's a that's a lot to unpack, right? Yeah, this is this weird mental backflip she has to jump through to like keep doing her bullshit, even though Rand is specifically telling her not to. Yeah, she's she's just like she can't stop, right? She just can't stop being herself. Yeah. So she goes and meets with a contact of hers, this weirdo innkeeper. It was bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, the description of this inn is like this is like. She she found the the most like 
the most boring inn that she could possibly find, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it sounds like a like a hotel restaurant at like a Hyatt or something. It's like white tablecloth, still still uh, still life of fruit. It's like okay, yeah. this is terrible, and no one's here. It's yeah, like it, empty. Yeah. There's nobody there because the guy who owns it is just independently wealthy, or his wife. His is wife in. is yeah. yeah. So this is his hobby. Yeah, and and like no one comes in because it's so creepy and clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he he yells at people if they cut, track mud in and then yeah uh, and uh, I thought he he doesn't I, keep liquor he just keeps wine because that's fancier <laughs> it's like okay yeah right because he's not because it's not an actual business this is just a, a weird hobby you're right yeah. it totally felt like a hotel restaurant yeah yeah, yeah like, like completely soulless yeah, when, yeah. He, when, when they described that it was like immediately what came to mind is like this is the blandest <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what I kept thinking like fucking retired boomer <laughs> right? I mean kind of right. I mean, any asshole who's like, oh, my dream has always been to open up a restaurant, and then the restaurant's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, want, I want to do what normal people do, but be super rich. <laughs> right, yeah, but not actually have to have any consequences. I also thought there was an interesting contrast between this guy and this sort of, like, show, like, play restaurant that he, or, or in that he's running, and the mass starvation that is going on in the streets of Bandar Eban. Right? That's a great point, and right? he's sitting there, like, just spending his fortune, like cosplaying an innkeeper starvation and everything super like filthy and dirty right now yeah, yeah. the refugees uh, like like later on Nynaeve heals like a, a poor family a kid in a poor family that those people could use a roof over their head you know yeah Quillen I, yeah you know he's not gonna let anyone in here right yeah, yeah. No, this is, yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty, and, and of course this is Cat Swain's jam. Like, this is where she's like, yeah, feels comfortable, She likes right? this guy a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, that's a tangent. It's not <laughs> important. Yeah, she's there to pump him for information. Right. The news is, uh, they don't know where the king is. Uh, Rand's crazy Taveran randomness has turned all evil. Yeah. Only bad Rand things. Now. Yeah, because I guess, you know, dark Rand means that there's dark, uh, Tavern twist. Yeah, that's that's pretty grim. Yeah. Uh, Catwoman reflects also about how she didn't really make a mistake with the male Adam. You know, that wasn't really her fault no. that somebody got it. Yeah. But somebody else would have just gotten it anyway. Yeah. Or somebody else, they would have gotten another one or something, which I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the Shanchen, the Shanchen don't have male Adam, right? Okay, so I was thinking about this. That was my first thought. And then I have this vague memory that could be wrong that I think because. The male Adam ended up with a Sean Chan. I think that did they learn how to make more of them or something? I'm trying. I feel like they might have reverse engineered it, but I could be crazy. I actually yeah, don't remember. I don't remember that. Even if even if that was the case, this is a huge leap of logic on her part. I agree. Because I thought it was an ancient thing that was. It, in the it museum, is. Right? It absolutely is. Yeah, they found it. They found it in. I think it was in was it in Tanchico. They found it in that weird museum in one of those places. Yeah. Where naive uh, face punched. Uh, Mogadian. yeah. Right. It, it, which is probably the highlight of the entire series. <laughs> it's one of my, it, like, it's stuck with me. This is still yeah. my favorite naive scene, I think. Right. Yeah. And then, after getting the news, she spies Rand in the street. Uh, dark Rand, now. He has, like, an aura of darkness. Yeah, like a weird shadow around him, yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not good. No. Yes, Kat Swain assumes this is probably a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, for once, I agree with her. Yeah. She conceives a last-ditch plan... <sighs> To uh-huh. do something, I know. So and we're gonna we're gonna do it, be doing some more scheming, are we, Catsway? Yeah. And she goes to the wise ones, specifically Sorely. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking, like Catsway and teaming up with the wise ones for a scheme. Oh, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, especially if it's Sorely. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, this is when she turns the corner and becomes like a a, a useful, good person. Let's hope so. Sure. Yeah. Then we cut to Darkrand, who is discussing the meeting with the Shanshan. Oh, and he, uh, uh, he also totally saw Katsuin. Katsuin <laughs> was like, oh, he didn't see me, even though he was right in front of me. Darkrand <laughs> totally saw her. Come yeah. on. 
Uh, but he sticks to his word, no edict, no face, no death. Because he didn't see your face, yeah. yeah. Uh, he concedes to meet in Falm, uh, because I guess, you know, save the showrunners some budget on new sets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's like, you know, it's a kind of a way of like, Sticking it to the Sean channel a little bit, which, you know... Yeah, remember that place I fought the Dark One? Let me there. Yeah, and, and he also uh, expelled the Sean Chen from the, uh, the continent oh, there. he killed that one High Lord in a sword fight. Yeah, and the, the, the heroes of legend came and pushed them into the ocean, remember? Yeah, he's got a lot of fond memories of him. <laughs> yeah, he probably likes that place. Yeah, by the way, uh, you know, he, they're having trouble getting the Sean Chen to agree to a meeting place, and Flynn is, is basically voices what we're all thinking. He's like... These are evil slavers. Do we really have to lie with them? Mm-hmm. But Rand's not having any of it. Yeah, and Rand, Dark Rand gives him the, the stare down. I know. Which is sad. I like Flynn. Me too. He's, Flynn's a good character. Yeah, he might be my top five favorite Ashimon. Yeah. Wait, top five? He's my favorite Ashimon. Who's that? <laughs> Logan's pretty cool. Ah, uh, but better than Flynn? No. Not he, he looks like a farmer. He's got a stupid farmer face. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's like the super healer, right? Yeah, and he's a super healer. Yeah, no, you're right. He's pretty he, great. He's probably the best Ashimon. Logan's number two. Solid two. Yeah. And that's the only two that. No, Narishma's like. no, pretty cool. I liked the one who was secretly the Forsaken, Dashiva. Dashiva. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was always muttering to himself. He was yeah, good for comedic value, for sure. <laughs> and Narishma's cool. Narishma's cool. Uh, no, he's lame now that he's bonded. Yeah, that's true. He was cooler before. Yeah. And, but then Nynaeve discusses Land and, you know, Land's whole thing that's going on right now. And Rand's like, oh, I don't care about Land anymore. I'm Dark Rand. I'm Dude, right? Like, yeah, come on. super L- harsh. Land is definitely your coolest friend, you know? Absolutely. Like, the least you could do is send some murder wizards, you know, to right? help them out. Like, right? you got so many murder wizards. Send, send the crazy ones. Yeah, but instead he says something like, oh, maybe his death will serve me well. It's like, Dude, come yeah. on, man. Not cool. Um, and he tries to use the Dark Rand stare on her. And it, it, it works... Uh, to a lesser extent than it does on most people, because Nightingale is super cool. Yeah. And then Dark Rand meets with Ruark, uh, who is doing a pretty good job finding the Aradamani merchants. He's found four of them. They need eight, I guess, to uh, do the thing, make a king. Well, he's, fa- he's found four alive and two dead. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which right, makes me think maybe the Forsaken are getting involved here. Right, yeah. Either way, he tells Ruark to speed things up. He's like, you have till the end of the month, which I, I don't know how many days that is. Right, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he thinks, then he thinks, yeah, I'm super nice to Ruark. <laughs> no, he's not. And then, let's see. Nynaeve uh, comes at Dark Rand again about his callousness towards land, and he blows up at her. He yeah. actually reaches for the remote control. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, dude, come yeah, on, man. Like, no, this this cool. is a little much. This is a little much. Mm-hmm. But he does, when she mentions Perrin and Matt, he does think that he sees Perrin. Yeah. And Perrin's hanging out with Glad. Do we know that? No. no. Yeah, I didn't think we did. But wait. But this is like good Galad, right? Well, yeah. Galad's the good one now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Well, okay, no, no. He's good after joining the White Cloaks. Like, what? It's yeah. so weird. Right? Yeah, now the White Cloaks are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I like White Cloaks now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, and then, but uh, then they conclude the chapter by a Dark Rand thinking, "Yeah, I do want to die with Luz there." He, mm-hmm. They agree. Yeah, but but this is also, I think, the point where uh, we learn that, like, he also has his meeting, his second meeting with the member of that mer- that woman from the Merchant Council. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, where she reveals that the person that Rand wanted to talk to mysteriously died two days ago, like right after Rand wanted uh, wanted to, to chat with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like. 
my dark friendometer is going off pretty hard right now. <laughs> Definitely. And then he has her imprisoned, of course, in the same place where she had the other guy imprisoned. Right. In chapter 32, Rivers of Shadow. I can know that we love time. So Nynaeve and Cad Swain's crew are watching this really neat ghostly procession. That was super cool. Yeah, from the walls of Bandar Ebon. Yeah. Uh, it's just apparently it just happens at midnight all the time. Yeah, Since they're... he arrived in Bandar Ebon. Yeah. Since Rand did. And yeah. they don't know what it's about. They're just watching this procession of ghosts. They're carrying something. A coffin. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a ghost funeral, which doesn't make any sense because... <laughs> Ghosts don't have funerals since they're already yeah, dead. That's what happens when a ghost comes back to life. No. All the other ghosts have a funeral. <laughs> that makes sense. Once they're reincarnated or whatever, they get <laughs> there you back go. in the pattern. They have to have a, right. a ghost funeral. But it's uh, very neat. She's also there with Cat Swain and some of her buds. Uh, yeah. Which, you know. And Cat um, Swain gives Nynaeve like a bro nod, like they're cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's important at all. Yeah, I, I I'm not so. sure. Yeah, Nynaeve can't even... Even Nynaeve doesn't seem to know what it means. She's like, does that mean she respects me? Nope, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sucks. Yeah. Um, Nynaeve is super worried about Darkrand. Yeah, I was gonna... They're, they're, she also is thinking about the whole twists thing happening. Apparently, there have been things from... Like the insect burrowing classic that we've seen a few times now. Yeah. It's happening all over the place. Right. People doing... It's like spontaneous combustion. So she's... She's noted that there are lots of like really negative things happening. Yeah, right and now. no good things. No good things yeah. at all. Yeah, none of the balanced stuff. Yeah, not great. Uh, she heads into the city. She stops to heal a nearby child and and chew out her parents because <laughs> then he's got a nanny. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I gotta say this is this is what the I should I should be I should I should be doing all the time right now, no right? Joke. Like, yeah. Why aren't they right. doing that? Like there there should be a field hospital where it's just like everyone come in here and heal it because. Yeah, they could they could be spending some like a few hours a day just doing this. Yeah. Yeah, but Nynaeve is like, oh, I'm just gonna you know, on a whim while I'm walking through the town, I'll I'll heal somebody and then keep walking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but so yeah, I, I found that a little uh, irritating. But it's typical Ice Sky stuff, right? They have magic powers and they could save everyone, but they don't. They're yeah. busy scheming. Yeah, I like I love this. This is kind of a classic Nynaeve scene where she kind of kicks down the door of their tent and the, and the father jumps up and she's like get out of my way what are you an idiot you stupid idiot and then she heals his child of a sickness that would have killed him tonight yeah. and is like you suck so much and then she leaves yeah. <laughs> classic Nynaeve yeah. uh, speaking of like Nynaeve throughout this, uh, this scene Nynaeve is trying to figure out what to do about Rand and her standard tactics which involve insulting and bullying don't seem to be working right <laughs> so she's what uh, am I gonna do yeah so what am I gonna do so she she kind of realizes that the only person that she knows who's ever been successful at manipulating Rand has been Moraine, right? right. Yeah, and I, I think she kind of misses the point, right? Yes. Because she kind of thinks, well, the way Moraine did it, it was by acting really submissive and flattering him, which is not what she did. Nope, not at all. What she did was she swore to serve him. She took an oath. Yep. And uh, Nynaeve is not going to, well, either way, Nynaeve's not going to do any of that. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> Nynaeve has enough self-awareness to realize she cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, well, this is what Maureen did, but I'm not going to do that, so I have to move on to the next, next plan. But it does give her an idea, and she immediately executes on her idea, because Nynaeve does not hesitate. I know, I love this. She decides to dust off some of her familiar NDA skills and solve a mystery. I mean, walk into a trap. I mean, solve a mystery, whatever. Nynaeve's detective agency rides again. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I appreciate this whole process. Like she, 
she finds she walks up she like finds some soldiers who are just like lurking about she's like come with me she's like you're on my team now it's just like uh, okay uh, <laughs> then she uh finds some servants and questions and she's like you're coming with me too and she finds uh, uh the head housekeeper she's like hey tell me about this torture thing all right you're coming along too and she's like, <laughs> like as she goes every person's just like she brings yeah, them along with and none her. of them know what's going on but i love these soldiers how they just sort of fall in with her yeah, yeah. And then the, the soldiers were just standing there because they looked so casual. They, they was really threatening. So all the house, the, the servants were like obeying me. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the head maid knows about, knows basically where the, that prisoner was in prison or the messenger was imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she goes there to this like creepy torture dungeon inside a Chandler. That was super weird. Yeah, uh, but but she walks up and she like has has her soldier like kick in the door. <laughs> yeah, right. She yeah. doesn't even knock. She's she just like, tells yeah. it, like they walk up. She doesn't. There's no preface. She doesn't tell them what she's gonna do. It just says kick in the door. I'm like okay, kicks in the door. <laughs> she casts her little like her weave around the door to make sure that nobody hears it. But it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're just okay. We're and riding they, up they, to yeah. eleven, right? Yeah, they take down this household, zero dark thirty style, <laughs> yeah, I know. and the soldier's totally into it. Yeah, yeah. Like she goes upstairs and finds the guy in his bed and like doesn't say anything, just like grabs him, wraps him up in air, turns him upside down. She's like, next room. Yeah, right. and the guy runs <laughs> to the next room and just beats in, beats down the two people that were sleeping in there. Yeah, like she, like this is like un, un uh, unprompted. The the soldier that's with her goes and gut punches the guy who wakes <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. Like yes. These guys are bad, but she doesn't know what like, like yeah, who these people are. Right? Does not know what the plan is here. Yeah. She, yeah. And, oh. and she has the guys tied up, and like the dude, the soldiers, like, oh, that those guys aren't Chandlers. Look at their look at their arms. Look at the clues. Yeah. And this guy's like a pretty good like. I know. Uh, I like deputy him. member. I, I know, right? <laughs> He's like, I think you've got a new number, new member of NDA here. Right. Yeah. And so they're it's in the the creepy fish gut section of town. Yeah. I this is the most naive uh, plan ever, and I use the term plan very very. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really just a series of things that she decides to do. Right, and so they, they terrify the guys and find out that there's a creepy dungeon underneath the floorboards of yeah. the Chandler. Sure. It totally works, yeah. And yeah, they, they find another guy, like the Chandler's apprentice, who's like the guy that actually does the work, and they go down to the dungeon, they, they just jump right on down in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one soldier's like, let me go first, jumps in there, and then he's like, okay, me next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. This is this has got to be the first NDA operation that did not turn out to be a trap so far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, right? Like, we, you know, we, this is where we're, we're, uh, we're wrapping things up, but next chapter could be, it's a trap. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably thinking like, okay, the trap's got to be in the next room, right? <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one of these rooms has got to have a trap in it. <laughs> this is how this usually works. Where's the Forsaken? There's supposed to be a Forsaken jumping out of me somewhere. <laughs> There's a trap door. It has trap in the name. Why is there a trap down at the end of the trap door? <laughs> you know, the soldiers are just like, yes, Ma'am. <laughs> like, <laughs> like by all accounts, this is actually pretty successful. But I, I think Nynaeve would consider this a failure because not a single Forsaken jumped out and tried right. to attack. Forsaken her. count zero. Yeah. <laughs> waste, of, waste of a night. Yeah. Uh, but, so she fi- they find that that noble lady, the merchant. Yeah, she's in the dungeon as Rand had ordered. <laughs> yeah. Which means I guess Rand knew about this place and about all the people in it. Uh, he didn't know. He I just, don't think he knew. He was just like put her where the the messenger. That, that's was. what he said. Yeah, yeah. Just put her where the messenger was. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think he knew how bad this was because this place is awful, right? This is like it a, is. a shithole oubliette where you send people to, to be tortured forever. Yeah. But yeah. but I mean, in their defense, the torturer guy does say he never starved his, his right. guests, yeah. as he I calls mean, them. He's got standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of funny because like he is, you know, objectively a horrible uh, monster, right? But he's like, but look. 
I don't take bribes and I would never I would never sell someone because then I would die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I always feed my people because, you know, they're too valuable to let them just die like that. It's my you know? job. And, and that guy, like, he probably knew where the king was. I yeah. don't let that guy die. He has <laughs> right. money. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, it's just professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, by random chance, she decides to delve the noble who's in the prison and finds that she's been poisoned. Right, yes. Yeah. Which she puts two and two together. And they're like, poisoned? I mean, that can't be because that Chandler apprentice guy, you know, the... <laughs> the, the, the kid who just ran out the door it's like, <laughs> And I, I couldn't... I, it made me think of, like, Law and Order, if there's, like, a really small part played by a big-name actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's that guy. It'd be that guy, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but this is, again, uh, evidence for Nynaeve uh, being Tavarin. Hashtag Nynaeve is Tavarin. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the kid books it, right? Right. And uh, he makes it out, makes it past all the soldiers, and then those servants... <laughs> the random... <laughs> Four servants that she brought along for no reason. Yeah, we just thought maybe we should tackle that guy, hold him down. <laughs> yeah. So that that worked out really well. Yeah. Apparently, the kid was the the real monster all along. Right. Not the, the torturers. The kid was the, the kid. one that <laughs> right. The torture. I mean, the, the torturers. At least they pull in an honest living, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so I guess that kid is probably a dark friend. I don't know. I guess he probably I, is. Yeah, cleaning up loose ends of some kind. Mm-hmm. I'd be my guess because apparently he probably poisoned the messenger just because Rand wanted him and. Probably poisoned the noble to make sure that she couldn't uh, reveal what was going on, I guess. Yeah. But now Nynaeve's got that person, and she's got a solid lead on Grandal. NDA rides again. Absolutely. Coming for a Forsaken. Gotta love it. I know. That's great. Pretty cool. Yeah. That was a fun chapter. It was. (laughs) When I I was reading this chapter, I couldn't help but think, this is why Jeff loves Nynaeve. (laughs) She advances (laughs) the plot, right? She got it done. Like, Rand's like, oh man, I just don't know how I'm going to find Grendel. This is, this is a real stump, you know, like a real head scratch. It's a real head scratcher. And I was like, all right, time to go to fuck town. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) NDA is leaving the station. Who's getting on this train? You, 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 let's go. You, you are for me. You, you are for me too. You, punch him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, she gets results, you know? She she got it. cannot argue with results. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so we had a question here. Um, it was that because Wheel of Time has something like 2,000 named characters and the <laughs> show is going to have to condense them, which characters do you want to see smashed together to create a Voltron-like mega side character? Oh, that's which an is a good question. one. Yeah. Yeah. Rand, Matt, and Perrin. <laughs> Rand, Matt, and Perrin, just yeah. one person. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a solid choice, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, the one, like, less, uh, less character acting need, needing to be hired, less, right. less writing, right? Like, yep. Uh, very busy life. Yeah. They all split up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, let's see. Side characters. I mean, you could probably have each Aja represented by just like one person. That's probably true. true. For the most even, part. There's too many Ajas even. That's seven people, right? Yeah. But their clothing looks really cool. So. Mm-hmm. Condense down the Ajas a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like three Ajas. That's all we need. Yeah, By white and gray can merge those together. Yeah. yeah so Gwyn and Galad have to be the same person. I was thinking Gwyn and Galad would be these different people. Why? Well, because Gawain, I mean, there's a contrast, right? Gawain's the nice one and Galad's the the prick. And eventually Gawain's the stupid one and Galad's the real one. Do we we want to waste a bunch of screen time on, like, developing those characters? Yeah, I guess guess maybe not. It's easier if there's just one brother, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, Let's see. So Gwyn Galad, to me, is an easy... A lot of Aiel could be the same Aiel, right? Yeah. A lot uh, of wise ones could be the same wise one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like... Amis and Bear and Melane. Yeah. And... Like, for the wise like, ones yeah yeah. They, they probably want to break sorely out into her own uh, wise one just because you want to you want to have one person be horrible if the others are going to be cool right all the maidens of the spear could be represented by one yeah yeah not Yanda 
Made in despair and Avienda, yeah. since she does her thing. If I was doing it, I would have them be represented by one and have her like just keep dying and be replaced by another one. <laughs> <laughs> Periodically, there's a new a news person pops up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so the Ashamans, the Ashamans could definitely all be condensed, right? Yeah, I was. I was wondering, do do we need all of the false dragons? Uh, I mean, there's not that many that it's are still around, right? right? Yeah, but but you know, there's Loghain, and I guess we probably want both Loghain and Loghain. Tame. They're Loghain. both important. You don't think Logan and Tame could be the same guy? No. I wonder. They're going different directions in the story, but like, yeah, I, yeah like I we don't know where they're going. Yeah, right? We have no idea where Logan's going to end up. But it feels right, like right now he seems like a he's going off in uh, like a loose end. Yeah. But remember, right Min Min has a vision that he, that you know he's destined for glory. So I suspect he's going to be important moving forward. And he keeps you, coming up. You could just get like a high score in pinball or something, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see. That's a really good question. Do yeah. Do you think there's a need to have Cat Swain? It's hard to tell, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't know how it ends. Yeah, true. It does feel like the Moraine role was replaced by the Cat Swain role? I, I mean, I think that that I think that that's very much like Nynaeve even thinks about the fact that this like advisory role has been filled by not so great people. You know, what, what would you think of fewer Forsakens as opposed to there's, there's thirteen? Yeah, cut it down to seven. But the Forsaken fights are usually some of the coolest ones, and I like the ones that do have their distinct personalities. They're, they are super awesome, but yeah. I mean, do you need... Yeah. Would you be... Masana and, yeah. and Grendel. So many different bad guys. Yeah. yeah. What, like Asmodian? Do we need Asmodian? No. Not to like, mention the fact Bilal? that... What about Bilal? Remember Bilal? No. <laughs> you don't remember the Netweaver? Yeah. Not particularly. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The, like some of the Forsaken. Bilal and Asmodian could be the same guy, probably. Mm. The and two, Robin and Demandry could was, be the same guy. What about the two the two guys uh, that, that uh, ate it in the first book and then came back as different people? Oh, yeah. Agonor and Balthamel? Yeah, yeah. Easily combine those two. Yeah, so I think they could be condensed a lot. Although I love the Forsaken, right? I love how They're, different they all are. I, I think that it, I would love for them to be there, but knowing what we know about the show, that the fact that the, the seasons are relatively short... And they're probably not going to have a season per book. I think they're going to combine some books into seasons. Yeah. There's yeah. no way they're going to have time to develop all of that, right? Yeah, because that's kind of like the boss fight of some of the books. Yeah. yeah. That said, I would love to see a depiction of, of Asmodian doing evil music. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, that music's really awesome. Nice work. Yeah. Yeah. But we know that Asmodian is Michael Jackson, so... That's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, most of the ro- royals, the nobility and stuff, could be kind of the yeah. A lot of them, like Tyr and Ilion, they just all the different nobles from them, and Tyrion yeah. and Camelon. When I first read these books, I got those mixed up all the time. Yeah, yeah. and and they even end up being com- I mean, not exactly combined, but sort of joined joined into one country through Elaine eventually, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you could probably have less countries. Yeah, the countries right. kind of side characters are the Borderlanders, like the Borderlands. There's Saldea and Arafel and Kandor and Shi'anar. Yeah. Uh-huh. There could be there could be fewer of those, right? Yeah. yeah certainly, yeah. Uh, what about the what, what about the great captains? Could we have less fewer great captains? No. No. <laughs> Every great captain is a precious gem that cannot be divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuz I was thinking like they all the great captains do kind of have distinctive flavor, right? Like there's Pedro Nial who is like, you know, evil general of the white of the evil white cloaks, but also kind of Brilliant. Then there's, of course, Daphne Bashir, who's kind of the Borderlander. The one who wears high heels. Yeah, the, the one with the heels, exactly. <laughs> what do you think about them cutting the white cloaks out of the story altogether? Hmm. <sighs> They're pretty villainous. 
I mean, like they're they're a pretty in, they're a pretty important part of Perrin's story, right? When he goes back to Emmons Field. Yeah. But maybe you don't need them. I don't know. I, I think that they could be used uh, effectively for um, making the story modernized and, and uh, relevant to our, our current place, right? Mm. Having the white folks be these like, uh, you know, fundamentalist assholes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Although, truthfully, I would cut out the Shan Chan before I'd cut out the white cloaks. Yeah, that I mean, that's an interesting point. That they, you know, they they have a much bigger part. I think the white cloaks are just more believable villains. Yeah, but the Shan Chan have a lot of a lot of like visually interesting stuff, though. You know, Between, yeah, like the, the the beasts and the armor. And yeah, because yeah. I mean that. Yeah, it goes almost into sci-fi with them. It's I true, think. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think I think we should combine Bella and Fael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you want Perrin to marry a horse? Yeah, why not? He, yeah, are you horses? He's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a blacksmith. He knows how to take care of a horse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He'll he put a ring on it. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a wolf, right? Wolves and horses don't get along. Yeah. Well, I mean, the right wolf and the right, well, right horse. Perrin, Perrin and Fayil don't get along. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great question. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Keep them coming. All right. So that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to cover chapters 33 through 37 of The Gathering Storm. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That is Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those... If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we may answer it on air. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially on iTunes. To find out how you can give us your hard-earned dollars, check out our Patreon at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The the light light illumine you. you.